Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Sally and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. All right, you're listening to Eat and Drink. I'm Marco Timpano. I'm Ali Hassan. I have the unique challenge this evening. We're, this is an evening. We're doing an evening rather than sure. drinking at 9.30 in the morning. I have the unique challenge of um, trying not to sound too loud and big uh, and, 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 and trying to keep the echo that is in the room that I'm in and cannot get out of. I have no other options. I'm trying to keep the echo at a, a manageable amount. How does that sound to you so far, Marco? It, it sounds great. Why you're recording in a washroom? I have no idea. This is but... this is my life. This is where I live now. Okay, <laughs> things took a bad turn during the pandemic, and here's who I am. This is you got to love me anyway. I I could have I could have got rid of the I could have sold the audio equipment. I said no, no, I'll keep this. But Fair I'll enough. Sell the children. Good um, choice. Welcome back from Ottawa, my friend. You had a nice Thank you. time. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Do you want to do an episode about it? or uh, You know what? I, I, I almost feel like we have to have uh, a mini episode on it. Because the, the, okay. the food scene in Ottawa is fantastic. I'll save it for a mini episode because otherwise this this will be usurped by my trip to Ottawa. So why don't we, why don't we okay, leave it? Okay, you heard the teaser. Okay. You heard the teaser, folks. There's a, a mini episode of the uh, about the city of Ottawa, our Canadian capital and it's um, and it's steam baths. What did you do there? You probably ate restaurants. I, I ate like I it, know exactly what you did. I yeah. ate like it was going to the style. Speaking of teasers, we had mentioned that on Monday's show we were going to air the interview we did with Chef Joshna, but uh, that is to come. All right, folks, we're working on it. Uh, I'm doing some uh, <sighs> fancy editing. We're working on it. It will come to you. Just oh, be patient, gosh. is all I'll say. Son of a bitch, technical problems is what I have to say. Anyway, we will not burden anyone with no. any of that, but it's such a great interview that is coming your way. But uh, but but anyway, forget interviews and chats. We'll do what we do. I don't know what this is called. This is something different. This is something. This has a league of its own here. Whatever this is that we do. So Ali, I gotta I gotta walk some shit back. Um, not okay. walk some shit back, but walk some stuff forward. Remember we did the episode where we talked about peaches. Yes. And you were talk we were talking about different things you can do with peaches. Well, I got taken to task because one of our listeners was like, "Why did you not mention peaches in wine?" The classic oh. thing that a lot of old Italian nonnos and nonnas do. And I was taken to task about that oh, and I was like, great. "Oh, that's I right. thought it was going to be rude. Every time you say Every time you suggest that somebody wrote to you, I, I assume maximum rudeness. Right. And I really thought, that, why didn't you take a peach and shove it up your dumb ass? I thought it was really going to be a, a horrific. Yeah, peaches and wine. Good. And I'm off the hook because I'm not the, the drink guy. You're the drink guy, pal. If, listen, fair enough. You know, it it was a it was a it was a misstep on my part. I agree. Um, you know. Uh, wine and peaches are a beautiful thing. So I'm just bringing that forward. If you have some ripe peaches, throw them in some red wine. Of course, you know, 
peaches go great in sangria. So it makes sense to everybody who, who uh, has had that before. So, okay. Yeah. Hopefully and that's red wine or white wine, right? A, a peach sangria, peaches in sangria can be red or white. Yeah. It's flexible. Uh, for sure. Like I, I've seen peaches in, in white wine for peach sangria, for sure. It looks nicer. But uh, I remember my grandmother and my grandfather, glass of wine, peach, soak the peaches in that, eat the peaches, drink the wine. Everyone seems happy at the end of the day. So Great. There you go. Yeah. Good. All right. Smarten up, Marco. I think that's the, uh, that's the message there. All right, my friend. So I'm going to get to my cocktail if you're cool with that. Please do. Please do. That's what I'm here for. All right, Ali. So here's the drink. I wanted to do something that was in tune with the month. We're entering into fall. But I wanted to attack a typically summer cocktail or typically summer liquor, which you might know if you drink Aperol spritzes. It's kind of a spring-summer drink, right? So Aperol being the base of an Aperol spritz. Uh, Not my favorite liquor. It's a bitter that has... um, Rhubarb as its base, I guess you could say, one of its bases. I prefer mm-hmm. Campari to an uh, Aperol. And I'm like, how do I take this little bit of Aperol I have and make a drink that is fall forward, if you will, where I can use up the rest of this bad yes. boy? So I, I, I searched <laughs> high, I searched low, and I found a drink that was created by K.Y. Belk of Ophelia's Electric Soapbox in Denver, Colorado. Now, uh, so I dedicate this to Michelle Miracle, a friend of mine who is from Denver, as she pronounces it, or Denver as we know it. And I've never been to Ophelia's Electric Soapbox, but it looks like a cool place. I know that they're, uh, you know, currently not completely open because of COVID. So I wish them well. And I thank K.Y. Belk for this recipe called the Arendale. So how do I transform Aperol, which is typically put in a spritz? It's very light in color, very springy, summery, fresh, and fun into something more fall-winter based. Well, the answer to that comes in one of my favorite liquors, which is, as you can see, bourbon. Good old Jim Beam. There he is. A little bourbon goes a long way, my friend. All right. So what we're going to do here is in a... In a mixing glass of some sort. I don't have a mixing glass. I'm just using the top part of my shaker. Some people have a nice, it looks almost like a beaker that you would use in science class. I don't have one. I'll I'll get one. I just don't have one for the show. You're going to put two ounces or two and a half ounces of bourbon in there. And that's the sound of my Jim Beam cracking open. So two and a half ounces. So this is a serious drink. This is not for the faint of heart. If you're putting two and a half ounces of of bourbon. And I haven't even gotten to the um, Aperol yet. All right, two and a half ounces of bourbon. Aperol, yeah. Oh, I like this. I like this. And you're going to use a three quarters of an ounce of Aperol. Now, how do you feel about Aperol? Not a fan, to be honest. Not a fan. That um, that bothers my friend Hassan, who we will be talking about in the Ottawa episode uh, when it comes up, because he is a big... Um, well, he's big on these, uh, you know, cocktails before you start drinking aperitifs and all this kind of stuff. And I couldn't uh, just give me a beer. That's going to get my appetite going. Okay. Okay. Uh, listen, I'm not a huge fan of Aperol. I can understand why people are. I'll take Campari over Aperol any day. But I do agree with Hassan. A nice uh, aperitif to open up your palate is always nice before you have a nice meal. And then we're going to put in a teaspoon of simple syrup. Okay. 
So a teaspoon, that's probably about a quarter ounce. I'm going to put just a little bit more than a teaspoon because my spoon looks a little bit smaller than a teaspoon so that I'm using. All right. So that's what we do there. And now you're going to give it a little bit of a mix. You're going to stir it for 10 to, uh, 10 to 15 seconds just to get it nice and cold, um, combining the, uh, the liquors that we just put in our, our mixing glass. In my case, it's a shaker and you can hear it sloshing around. And then I'm going to put it in a rock glass. And of course, a rock glass is just a short stubby glass filled with ice. I'm going to fine strain it with my fine strainer, which we haven't seen on the show for a bit. And then you're supposed to, to make a true Arendelle, you're supposed to put some grapefruit zest in the cocktail. I don't have grapefruit and I'm not going to lose sleep over it. But if you have grapefruit or an orange or lemon and you want to make it look beautiful, good for you. So that's the drink. And I can tell you, Ali, just as I bring it to the screen for you to see, it's strong. I can smell it strong. It hasn't even touched my lips yet. So let's see if this makes so much booze in there. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, it's nice, actually. Oh, you know what? This is the best way I've had Aperol. So if you don't like Aperol spritzes and you got a shit ton of Aperol in your in your liquor cabinet and you don't know what to do, the answer, bourbon. The answer is bourbon. Oh, it's strong. It's strong with a it. slightly... I, I love an episode where we're like, I hate this ingredient. Here's how to get rid of it. Yep. Because that is a real thing. Sometimes you buy whatever. There's only a liter of something available and you buy it for a party, for some guests. And now you're like, now I'm stuck with this shit forever. You know, Ali, I'm going through all my liquor, right? Because of COVID. And what I'm what's left in my liquor cabinet is the scariest, saddest thing you've ever seen in your life. So I've got peach schnapps that till the end of time. And I bought it for that one episode where I made us a fuzzy navel and I haven't touched it since. So I've got a good 500 milliliters of peach schnapps. I've got a couple of coffee flavored liqueurs not even Tia Maria. It's like something from the 70s uh, that's coffee flavored. And then I've got other things that I just don't like. And then I have the odd, I have a ton of Amados, which is great, but I don't have, I don't have much to be making cocktails with. So I have to go to the liquor store and do some major shopping. Or don't. This will really test how much you actually need to drink. Do you really need to drink? Just Amaro on its own, you know, just chugging it. Maybe you just, uh, yeah, just a coffee liqueur, shots at night. You'll see, you'll, you'll test yourself. You'll test the metal of who you really are, buddy. For sure. And when we do that uh, mini episode about Ottawa, there's an Amato I got to tell you about because it changed my life. So I'm just going to write that down so I don't forget. But yeah, that's there's the area. like 17 things that have changed your life in the last week. But anyway, good, good. I'm glad your life is changing. You need that also, buddy. Uh, so Ali, this, this yeah, would be, this is, this is going to be something you like. If you have uh, Aperol at home and you don't know what to do with this drink here, the Arendelle, it's strong. It packs a punch. It has a little bit of bitter roundedness, but still has a sweetness of bourbon and that simple syrup to influence this cocktail. And it's a great, I don't have Aperol at home. I would never do that to my guests. Okay. I would not ever subject them to that because <laughs> I don't care for Aperol. They want Aperol, they can bring Aperol. I, I give them, you know, uh, good, tasty drinks. Sure. But I think that's a very valuable thing because there's thousands of people who buy things they do not need. And if you have other things that you that you have in your closet and cupboards that you're like, how do I get rid of this? I think Marco is your man. I think Marco often buys things that, and I know you must hate peach schnapps because you didn't even bring them up in our peach episode. We talked about everything. Oh, shit. oh because it's horrible. Yeah. It's like, it's, horrible. I, it, it's, it's, it's a slap in the face. I got to just say on a side note. So Loretto and I 
and my wife and his wife, Rosalba and Amanda, we had a bottle of Franciacorta. And that was one of the sparklings that he talked about on our episode. We got to get him back. But it was so great, so great that Ali, you need to go out and get yourself a bottle of Franciacorta, um, that sparkling from, yeah. from North northern Italy. It is fantastic. I drank it like it was my okay. job. Okay. And I was having fun at work. Yeah. Well, that's the cocktail. Good that's that's my cocktail. Drive home. Okay, good. All right. Well, I'm uh, going to talk about something that I um, that I like and respect, and I'm not trying to get rid of, but I'm trying to celebrate. I'm gonna. I, I actually went through all our episodes to say how could I have not spoken about this particular ingredient, given that it's one of my favorite things to do a hundred different things with. Mushrooms. Oh, man. I have not spoken about mushrooms. Buddy, I went back to uh, March of 2019. I'm like, no, it's going to show up. Sure. Nothing. Not, we've talked about corn. Yeah. We've talked about okra. Sweet potatoes. Okra. We talked, we've covered a lot of ground. Yeah. I'm not. This is a huge oversight on my part, given my personal love of mushrooms. What, do you, what, do you, what are your thoughts on mushrooms, buddy? Oh, well, first of all, now is the mushroom season. Second of all, you think I'm talking about it for my health, but I'm talking about it because it's on my mind. It's on top of people's minds. Mushrooms are glorious and you've got to know, you've got to, if you like mushrooms or if you don't like mushrooms, stop just eating button mushrooms because that is the, the blandest of all the mushrooms you can have out there. I love mushrooms. Mushrooms are one of my favorite, favorite things. I wish instead of pumpkin spice lattes, I could get mushroom spiced lattes. That's how much I love them. (laughs) You're the mixologist, buddy. This is something that you can do. You put your mind to it. You spend enough time in the lab, i.e. your kitchen. uh, You can make this happen. So mushrooms, look, part of me gets it. I get it. First of all, let's say you'd never even tried a mushroom. Right. Let's say you knew nothing about mushrooms. Here's the description. A mushroom or toadstool is the fleshy, spore-bearing, fruiting body of a fungus. Right away, you're losing most people, right? Sure. The room is emptying out. No thanks. Uh, I'll, I'll keep moving till I find the room uh, dedicated to cheese, right? This, is, this sounds awful. Uh, that's maybe the beauty of mushroom. Yeah. It's, it's, its description is odd. Uh, its its uh, look is like hilarious. Sure. Right? Yeah, just of course. A, just a penis gone wrong. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, all, all the mushrooms are just pure comedy. They look ridiculous. If they were people, we would point and laugh at them. Of course. But mushrooms are, first of all, let's say you gotta, you gotta, you gotta just kind of grin and bear it. You're like, fine, I'll eat mushrooms, but I won't enjoy it. Well, well, there's some other benefits too, which are uh, health benefits. So first of of all, mushrooms, uh, if people are looking for um, uh, things that'll, Never mind taste. Never sure. mind taste. Yep. Things that will be good for them. Mushrooms are uh, very, very healthy. They are low fat. They have no sodium. They have no fat. Never mind low fat. They have no sodium in them. And they're um, they're lumped in the vegetable category, but they are their own category fungus. You kind of, most people have to like cover their ears when they hear that. But um, mushrooms have uh, hundreds of different uh, good things going for them. So that's, just force yourself if you yeah. have to. But now I'm going to tell you what to love about mushrooms. And First as of all, you said- can I just say this, Ali? So I hate when they when we North Americans 
just throw things in a category that is easy for us to do. Because the Japanese, they not only do they have a category for fungi and mushrooms all to their own, but they have a description of the flavor that mushrooms impart because it's neither sweet nor sour, no bitter nor salty. They they qualify it as umami. So when you think of umami, yes. oftentimes you think of mushrooms. So we've got to we've got to branch out and say not everything's going to fit in the dairy meat veg category. Uh, it, we can have our own categories, and I think mushroom deserves its own category. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Now, uh, mushrooms, let, let me run through some things. Potassium, uh, vitamin A, no, no vitamin A, vitamin D, <laughs> vitamin C, uh, iron, vitamin B6, magnesium, protein. Well, they got not a lot, but they got 6% of your daily sure. value of protein. I mean, you're, you know, when I said 100, I'm, I was obviously exaggerating and incorrect, but uh, mushrooms are, are unbelievably healthy for you and have very, very bad, a very um, negligible bad stuff going on. Right. Negligible, if almost no bad stuff. So that's the first thing. Second thing, which I thought is what you were going to talk about, is kinds of mushrooms. Because oh, again, we make that mistake. We just say, oh, I hate mushrooms. But have you had shiitakes? Have you had portobellos? Have yes. you had creminis? Yes. Button yes. Uh, can go to hell. I agree with you. Overplayed. Played yep. out. I still, I still eat them. I still have, find a great way to prepare them and enjoy them. But you know what I always dislike? Anyway, I'll get to dislike. Sure. I'll get to okay. dislike. Uh, enoki mushrooms. Enoki. Tiny, tiny little size of your finger skinny guys. Throw them in a soup, in a clear broth soup. Any clear broth soup, you put enoki in it. And not only does it look beautiful, but those little bastards bring so much to the party that you're thankful that they're there. If you want to make delicious spring rolls, whether they're fried or fresh, enoki mushrooms are amazing. Uh, there's these wooded, wood mushrooms, yes. which are the black, black mushrooms. Uh, maitake. I, it's, there's so much great mushroom out there. And what happened recently is that I ordered off, you know, I've talked a lot about these guys, Grow, Gather, and Co. Yes. And I saw a guy, his name is Mark, and his company is called Mark's Mushrooms. And Mark was holding a lobster mushroom. A lobster mushrooms are one of my favorite. Okay. Truly, Ali, one of my favorite, the lobster mushroom. So I hadn't had a lobster mushroom in maybe, I don't know, five years, 10 sure. years, somewhere sure. at some restaurant I must have had it. I couldn't remember. And this thing is like a beautiful orange. One might say lobstery color. Yes. It was massive. Maybe not his head, as big as his shoulder. And sure. I was like, man, this is, I got to find out about this. So Mark Eber, I want to just give him a shout out. He's the founder of Mark Mushrooms and Wild Harvest. Um, the description was that if you have dined out in Toronto, odds are you have had his mushrooms on your plate. So he uh, has sourced hundreds of mushrooms in Toronto and the Niagara region. And I thought, man, let me, let me get into this. Let sure. me order some lobster mushroom. So I did a wild mushroom bag and Mark's mushrooms were in there. And man, I made a pasta. Okay. I just can't even... So, first of all, mushrooms and garlic go very, very well together. 100%. Mushrooms and butter go very, very well. Mushrooms and anything creamy go very well together. Yes. So, you don't even have to do that much. No, you if don't. You saute some butter or some olive oil, mushrooms, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of salt and pepper. You've already got great things going on, man. You're already off to the races. The only person I excuse, God bless his soul, my nine-year-old, when he takes a mushroom and he wants to eat everything, he's like, Papa... Today's the day I'm going to try mushroom again. And he puts it to his mouth. He, 
he, he gags sure. and it touches his mouth, even though he desperately wants to. So I believe one day things will turn around sure. for that kid. He is an embarrassment. I do, uh, I do sort of um, not introduce him as my son in public. He has shamed me. Sure. But I have faith in this kid. You got to have faith. He'll yeah. grow out well, of he's it. A, he's a good dude. It's the one thing he doesn't eat because of that gagging, but sure. he will grow out of it. I have faith. It's the one thing I have faith in. So that guy's off the hook, but everybody else. Let's let's talk about it. So this pasta, this is what it was. It was a um, one of the higher end spaghettis. You yes. know, it was like a six dollar bag of spaghetti as opposed to ninety nine cents. Sure, um, some high quality uh, Italian double O, whatever the fuck. Are we talking like fresh pasta? Not fresh. Okay, not so fresh. this is pasta shuta. This is um, packaged pasta. We're talking packaged about. organic. Okay, high end. I was feeling in the mood for that. Sure. I don't usually get that. Anyway, I got that. Uh, I, and I've had that around for a bit and you're like, when do I use this? Just an average pedestrian tomato sauce? Sure. No, I'll wait. The lobster mushrooms arrived. I was like, I know there's something this in the cold good. room that I'm going to, I'm going to bring up. I boil this pasta, uh, in a separate pan, my favorite pan passed down by my dad, steel pan. I, uh, saute, I, sorry, I put in on a medium heat, some olive oil and some butter. I add the mushrooms first. I've chopped up. There was um, there was about three or four different types of mushrooms sure. in there. Beautiful. And the lobster gave it such a great color. And uh, and I'm sauteing that. And just as they're barely starting to brown, I add the garlic. Beautiful. Then I add some green peas and I added some spicy olives. All and right. is your base your base is an olive oil sauce, right? Olive oil. Beautiful. That's it. Okay. And that is it, man. And then I put the cooked pasta in there and it took on every bite had either some sweetness of a green pea, some spicy, salty bite of an olive or this great woody, earthy flavor of mushrooms, which had absorbed the taste of the garlic. Sure. Man, it was one of my favorite pasta dishes and I made it in my own home. Was it cheap? It was not. It was not. But it could have been. It could have been because of the lobster mushrooms. Not really. Sure. Sure. But listen, even if you get cremini mushrooms, not Beautiful. super expensive, yep. saute them and yep. use even a generic pasta, man, mushrooms, mushrooms, they give back. They give back what you give to them. They'll give back to you in, in spades. They ask for so little. They, they grow in the dark. They grow next to shit. They grow on, on the side of a bark. They ask for so little and they give so much. Ali, you know, I love you. More than the next person I sit next to on a bus or something, right? Sure, but sure, I got to sure. tell you, the only error that I can say in this pasta dish you made, and this is where I become this Italian snob that you always claim that I am, is with mushrooms, a linguine, a tagliatelle, a flat pasta works better. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to you know, belager the point, but that's what I got to tell you. Listen, buddy, you were you were respectful. Uh, you made it sound like uh, you're not a goddamn know-it-all for once. You did good there. Listen, is better. Is better when you say it that way. I'm going to try it. Yep. I'm going to try it. I and think buddy, it's great. I, I, I'll do that for sure. I know I don't have to tell you this, but I'm going to say it for those listeners who, like you said, have you know make a face when they, you talk about mushrooms because all they want to eat is chicken fingers. Fuck you. All right. This is what I got to say. All right. If you want the risotto. And you want a beautiful risotto, a mushroom risotto using any of these things, chanterelles, hen of the woods, 
uh, the lobster mushroom in particular. Uh, I don't even want to start with the porcini mushroom because that's my favorite mushroom. And if you have a porcino mushroom that is not dehydrated, but an actual porcino, it is uh, it is it is uh, one of the closest things you can get to God that you, in your mouth that you could ever imagine. OK, that didn't sound the way I wanted it to sound, but it's fantastic is all I'll say. I think this Aaron DL is really kicking my ass. My I think I've met. Uh, no kidding. I've met the man who will take mushrooms over magic mushrooms. I met him and it is Marco Timpano. Yeah. Um, and I, when I look up Mark, when I look up mushrooms and uh, mushroom recipes, if yeah. I Google that, sure. That's like a mouth watering yeah. journey for me. There is a list of like, you know, the 20 best, the 12 best, the 49 best. I'm just like, keep it coming, man. Keep it okay. coming. And some of them are just sauteed mushrooms with garlic and thyme. That's it. But it's it's heavenly. It's amazing to look at. And it's so great to make. And lately, yeah. mushrooms have made a new appearance in my life in, uh, in burgers. Because I'm trying not to eat those processed burgers. So yep. often... People do these like uh, black bean and mushroom burgers or quinoa and mushroom burgers yes. or, you know, sweet potato and mushroom. And uh, and it is so good. And I, for me, a mushroom burger just used to be a large, massive shiitake. And uh, and it would, you know, with some slits in it and, and fried and put that in between a bun. And that was like, you know, if I ever wanted to not eat meat, I was very happy with that. Sure. But now these patties with mushrooms in them. Wow. Now, I would be a bad co-host if I didn't ask you this, even though I know the answer to this. But for our listeners who don't, how do you prepare mushrooms? And yes, I have the tool that you need. when You, you have the brush? You have the course. mushroom brush? I could not be your co-host if I didn't have a mushroom brush. because I think, no, no, Not with this much passion. No, not no. with this much passion. Yeah. And I say this because I, I want to make sure people are, are clear. Do not wash your mushrooms. Yeah. I've watched people soak mushrooms, no. which is a far more heinous crime. That, that's Marco, right. yeah. Marco basically looked away and wanted to punch something in his studio. That's the visual I just got. Marco, it's okay. It's okay. We don't know those people. We don't talk to those people. No, Everything's going to be okay. You can. Um, but yes, a mushroom brush is the way to go. And interestingly, uh, a mushroom brush has never been more useful as it was on those lobster mushrooms. Of course. I was like, oh, this is the best thing I've ever bought, which I was, you know, sometimes I can just flick off some of the dirt. There's sure. one piece. Otherwise it's fine. I could just use a, a slightly damp paper, uh, paper towel. Sure. sure. But um, with the lobster mushrooms, they really have a surface that attracts some of that dirt. So you have to sort of give them a scrub. Yeah, because they've got like a wave to it or a, a lot exactly of nooks right. and crannies. And the brush is supposed to be used to just wipe off any dirt because mushrooms grow in dirt off the actual mushroom. But if you soak them in water... Like, unless they're a dehydrated mushroom, you're making yes. just a sponge of, of hell. I don't know. Yes. Yes. Good one, buddy. Yeah. Good one. Good for you. Good for you. Bringing yeah. up all the important things. Uh, my friends, I, it's really very difficult to think of anything quite as versatile as a mushroom. It goes with meat. It goes with other vegetables. It goes with nothing at all. It goes on pizza. It goes in soup. It goes in a creamy soup. It goes in a clear broth. Yes. It is just, I mean, this ubiquitous ingredient and there's so many different kinds. I just, I hope to God that this organically passionate discussion that Marco and I are having, because Marco did not know that I was doing no. mushrooms today. Uh, this is truly an organically 
passion, uh, in a display, organic display of passion here for, for the same ingredient? Because I didn't know. Maybe you hate mushrooms. I no. think you've said you like mushrooms. I love it. I, 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 I truly, there's, when I go into uh, supermarkets in other countries, or let's say I go to a supermarket that caters to a certain ethnic group, like an Asian food market or a Middle Eastern um, uh, shopping uh, market, supermarket, uh, I will go to two areas. One is the seafood, because I love to see seafood that these cultures might have that I'm not familiar with, and I just find it fascinating. And the other is I look for the mushrooms, because I have a Korean supermarket near us, and they have mushrooms that I'm not familiar with. And I'm familiar with all those European-style mushrooms that you've mentioned, or the North American mushrooms from the uh, hen, in the hen of the Woods to the Porcino to the Chanterelles. I know all those mushrooms, but there's certain mushrooms that I see there that just make me happy. And I want to figure out how to use them properly in dishes. And when you go to eat um, uh, different ethnicities uh, cuisine and there's mushrooms in it. Uh, and I want to say this, the mushroom can go toe to toe with steak and meat and not every uh, side can do that. Not every uh, accompaniment can go to toe to toe with a steak, but the mushroom can. I agree with you. And and you're quite to have a carnivore saying that is a big deal. Yeah. So understand if you cannot, if you cannot relate to that, there's more about mushrooms that you need to discover. And, and you know, the, I, I was going to say this earlier and I had forgotten sure. it. I put away my rage, but I'm going to bring the rage back. Bring it, bring it. What I dislike very much is when I go to a steak restaurant yep. and I order the mushrooms because I picture, you know, you guys, you age this steak for a hundred days. You know, you're, you've got these rubs, you've got these gravies, you've got all kinds of things, that, you know, reductions. You're going to do something great with the mushrooms. And inevitably, it is, it is button mushrooms sautéed in some olive oil, and that's it. Yeah. It's, just, it's just shrunken down button mushrooms. You had an opportunity to do something. Thyme, garlic, coarse pepper chili flakes, something that's there's you, you got the stuff there. You've sure. got this, yeah. or, or reduce it, add, add one of these like demi glass or some veal yes. reduction stock or something. And when they don't do it, I am just, I can't even enjoy my steak as much as I would normally enjoy it. I don't blame that, you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but we have never connected like this before. It's this a crime. Amazing. It's a crime. Okay. Ali, I need to ask you this too. Um, when you cook mushrooms, so what I noticed with your pasta dish is you did the mushrooms before the garlic. And I think people need to know about mushrooms and where to place them in your cooking order. So can you just give us well, a Well, look, I don't think there's a, that has to do, in my opinion, that's personal preference. Okay. But God forbid, God forbid that my garlic browns and, right. and almost burns and the mushrooms aren't still cooked through. So my focus is really the mushrooms, the especially mushroom. when I paid that level of money for it. So I want to get those to where I want them to be or very close yes. and then add the garlic because I don't mind a little bit of raw garlic. I'm not using 17 cloves. I'm using two, right? Or Plus, one, whatever the case. Plus, you know, the mushrooms are going to take more time than the garlic to cook, right? Always. Depending how. Always. So you've got to you've got to really, I think you put it perfectly, focus on the mushrooms. What do the mushrooms need to be cooked? And then all the items that come in after it, how much time do they need to be cooked? Because the last thing, if you're going to use chives with your mushrooms, they should go on just before you serve it. You should not be throwing the chives in early because the mushrooms, they're hearty. They can, they need some time to cook. 
Wilted chives? Come on, get out of here, huh? Have some respect for yourself with the wilted chives. Or burnt garlic? No. No, you'll ruin the mushrooms by doing no. that. Pay attention to your mushrooms and everything else will fall into place. I've never heard you so passionate. I know. I got to stop drinking this. this I'm is, falling in love with you right now. Do you this, know that? This <laughs> drink here is a strong and mighty drink that goes down easy. So it's a dangerous <laughs> drink, my friend. You usually have a caveat. You go, it's calling for two ounces. I'm going to go one and a half or one. Not this time. This time uh, you're obviously running from something and you went all with the, you went all in with, with the whole thing. I don't know, man. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. You I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoy- I deserve a night out inside. Oh man. So a great <laughs> drink. One of my favorite food topics that can only mean you're going to poison me. You and my wife are going to poison me like you did last God time. Willing. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I hope she is not swayed by your constant whining and complaining. Folks, it's time. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. We're guessing, we're messing. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? Okay, Ali, my blindfold is on. Do, do you know what it oh, is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good times. I know what it is. Okay, good times. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Am I, are you going to put it in my hand or are you going to put it in my mouth? Uh, in your mouth. In my mouth. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> and it's too big and it smells. What the <laughs> fuck is that? Why? Why? How big is that piece? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Guys, this is not funny anymore. This is not funny. Well, then tell me I got to bite down on well, it. What do you would do with food usually? Ali, Ali gives me morsels. Can you it's not give me the fucking morsels? No, I'm not going to tip my head back. I'm not getting a COVID test for fuck's sakes. Drop it in your mouth. No, can you just cut me a small piece? I did. This is. This is not funny anymore. This really isn't funny. Okay. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. What do you want from me? Oh, God. I don't know how these two are married. This is. He's covering his mouth. He's taking a bite. I don't know if he's covering his mouth or just holding his face. It's hard to know what's happening. It's anyway, cooking. you're chewing. You're Stevie wondering it. What's happening? Buddy? It's anchovies on toast. It's fucking white anchovies on toast is what it is. I'm sure of it. It's a fish on toast. And you. it's the biggest fucking piece of bread I've had in my life in my mouth. It is not. Okay. Look at how look at the size of it, Ellie. Is it big, Ali? Um, he complained. No, it's not. It's okay. not. It's 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 big because your eyes are closed. Okay. It's big because you're blindfolded. Otherwise, it's fine. You said it's big. I could. I've seen you put things like that. It's I, I, okay. Do I'm guessing anchovies on toast, white anchovies, uh, alici, uh, alici. I don't know. Do I have to go on? Do I have to take some? Did I get it or do I have to eat it? You don't have to go more. I I mean, uh, up to you, buddy. You want to have more? Did you enjoy it? Not really. Not really. It doesn't taste bad, but. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, take off your blind. Okay. Should I have another bite? Did I get it right or should I have another bite? You got it mostly right. I got it mostly right. So, okay. Give me another bite so I can figure. I won't give you the toast. Yeah. Don't give me the toast because, you know, the toast, the bread, it's bread. Uh, As he's talking, Amanda shoves her fingers in his mouth. See, this is good. Like this, I'm enjoying it. It's so white. Oh, it was the toast that was the issue, not the anchovy. Unbelievable. Well, what happened? There's no pleasing you. The toast was so big that the anchovy almost touched my nose when she put it in my mouth. 
So it was, <laughs> it was a lot to handle in one, in one, in one. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it it smells is very funny. It's a, it's an anchovy. It's a white anchovy. Why now, do you think it's white? Okay, it's an anchovy. No, I don't I know why you're adding the white. It's an anchovy. I would say that. It's 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 a sardine. It's an anchovy. No, it's an anchovy. It's an anchovy. I'm gonna guess an anchovy. I got a most assaulted anchovy. Cured cured anchovies. Is what I'm gonna guess. Can I can I take my blindfold off? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna take my blindfold off. Take your goddamn blindfold off. Yeah. What what is it? Anchovy. It's an anchovy. Oh, it's it's it's, it's a fillet of anchovies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a dark anchovy. It's great. Fillet of anchovy. It's great. I don't like know why you need to be there with the adjectives. Look how big this piece. It's really not that big. <laughs> okay, you're right. It's not that big, but I, I guess really take a picture of it. Yeah, exactly. It's really not that big. Half my nail on the take a picture of it. She cut half her nail cutting the bread. I tried to cut it as thin as possible. She tried to cut it as thin as possible. Okay. To give me a little. I thought just so I didn't get a slimy fish in your mouth. Okay, I need to take a picture so that people can believe how big it is. You tell Amanda. You tell Amanda that you're going to complain no matter what, so she shouldn't feel bad. You shouldn't feel bad because I'm going to complain no matter what is what Ali said. Okay, it's good. I'm happy. These are actually really. uh, They're good anchovies. Yeah, they're good anchovies, man. This is not easy going to Sobeys and finding things that. You know. I know we <laughs> talked about this before too. It can be simple. It can be simple. It was. Okay. No, it cannot be simple. Stop saying that. Okay. okay. That was very simple, and you got it. I got except it. for the extra adjectives. Okay. I got it. That's what. All right. That's what counts here. All I want you is a butter it. tart during these segments. I'm never gonna go. You can drink it. No, I don't think. I don't think no you're gonna butter tart. gonna drink. Oh, no, no, she didn't I even drink it. Tell Amanda no butter tarts for you. All right, Amanda. I'm sorry. Come back here. I feel bad. I feel like I yelled at her, but I didn't. It was just. Replay it and listen to how awful you are to me. Replay it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. How awful yes. you are. You're yes. so awful. It's a, it's a little bit ah, of a, ah, This woman you kisses you with your anchovy bread. What are you doing to me? It's, it's, a, it's bread in my mouth. I can't believe it. Anchovy bread. I'm Italian. I'm Italian. Ah, it smells. It smells. Make sure you keep all of this in the okay. recording. Okay. Extra humiliation on you. Oh, this is great. This is great. Thank you, Amanda. All right. All right. Tell her all thank right. you. I appreciate her. Uh, Alisa says thank she you. Appreciates you. you. She kissed you on your anchovy mouth. Yeah. She, I always have and I always will. She says she appreciates you. She always has and she always will. That's great. All right. That's all the right. way you talk I'm to good. a lady, you son of a bitch. I guess. I'm going to drink a bit more of this and, and just... <laughs> It's just, it's just sometimes feels like, I guess if it felt like a sardine was tonguing your nostrils, yeah, I guess I could see how you would panic. Bit crazy. Bit yeah, crazy there, crazy. Buddy, maybe, right? I think maybe. you're just too, you come from a too much of a fearful place. You know what? I'm having such a good time on this Don't episode, mushrooms, this great drink. And then that happens. So, so there you go. But I got it right. Hey, listen, I got it right. Was it worth it? Mm, I'll say yes for this. I do miss you, Ali. For I miss now. having you across from me, feeding me properly. That's all I'm going to say. I have children that I would feed at some point. You know, that's why I just treat you like the child that you are. And that's why you get small morsels. Amanda treats you like an adult. And that's guess, what you get. I guess that's what you get, man. Yeah. Well, I thought it was wonderful. You got a bit of a buzz on. Sure. Uh, you got some anchovy breath, which I would kill for. I love anchovies. And we got to talk mushrooms. I'm going to have a picture of that pasta dish. Very, again, simple, lovely, beautiful. If you had pesto at home, you could add that to it too. Fresh basil leaves, 
and you're you're off to the races. Hey, Marco, we're, we're nominated me. for an award. I forgot to mention we're nominated for a podcast award, the People's Choice Podcast Award. We get nominated so often you forgot to mention it. Uh, listen, I bury the lead here. Uh, we're nominated in comedy, and we'll find out at the end of this month if we win. And it's quite an honor to be in. The, we're in the category with Amy Schumer, her podcast, like all these great comedians. Eat and drink ended up in this comedy. Uh, category. So thank you to everyone who voted for us and made us get in there. And we'll let you know if we win or not. Uh, but it's quite an honor to be uh, chosen. It's truly amazing. If you, if you spent half your effort talking about uh, stuff we were nominated for that you spend uh, complaining about stuff that you're being fed, uh, you know what? We would have even more people voting for us, I think. But that that is really, truly an honor. I mean, yeah. We're in a great heavyweight category and for a, a podcast that's only been around a little over a year yeah. and, you know, with 60, 70 episodes, it's uh, it's truly wonderful and humbling. So thank uh, you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Marco. Thank you. You, Ali. Make this, uh, you make this a joy. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it inspires you to clean out your cupboards of some trashy alcohol that you don't like. Um, eat some mushrooms and, uh, and maybe even uh, maybe it inspires you to eat anchovies because that's that's what I want. But I'm not sure if that's what that uh, that's going to achieve. I'm Ali Hassan. I'm Marco Timpano. Until we eat and drink again. We hope you got your fill of eat and drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up.